can talk about Batman. All right. Oh. All right. No, oh. Night, but, damn it, you messed up my intro music. Intro music Batman. going. Da -na 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 Pilot podcast and Kukin. All right, there we go. Well, one thing you do need to fix though is is sometimes when you talk it echoes. I don't know why. You're echo. I'm not echoing. Am I echoing? No, I I, I hear you. I hear myself. I hear you. I hear other people. When you yeah, talk. that could have been me. Um, I was oh. fucking with the microphone. No. So yeah, of course the Australians here to fuck it all up. We gotta figure it out, and he's still doing stuff, so. guys. Well, you should relax. Everything over there is trying to kill him. He's constantly on defense, so you should give him some credit. No, 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 no. I mean, I appreciate everything that Fuzzy's trying to do right now. He gets all the credit he needs, but as we've we've come to the solution of OBS and Fraps, he's still working on it, which is, thank you. If you find, and I hope you find it so it's easier, because I don't want to split audio and video, but we're recording right now. We are... We are uh, recording right now, guys. This is this is the pilot. This is the pilot. We got we got um, guest star Chris Hazard. We got uh, Ken Kukin here talking a lot. We got the Australian Red Fuzzy, and we got the drunk American Tez Wins. Are you drunk yet? I don't own an iPod. Does that mean I can still do this? You can still do this, yeah. If you have a mobile phone that's recent-ish, but then why is it a podcast? Because wait, I got it, I got it, I got it, and I didn't even look this up. I didn't, I didn't look this, I didn't look this up in the dictionary. Why is it called a podcast? Well, that's a good origin question. It's a podcast, like it's a time capsule. At any point in time after this recording, people can listen to this, and it's from the past, and they're in the future. Boom, nailed it. Let's go. Same thing with my cassette player back in grade six. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's called a time capsule. This is called a podcast. What's that? It's something people that have real phones use. Excuse me? Don't get me started on that. Nine ninety nine a month for this phone. Hey, I got a text. Hold on. Oh, it's from you, Chris. What? The bottom? Yeah, that was. It was. It, my phone is smart enough to get my Twitter messages to my phone, and it's a flip phone, baby. I didn't Twitter message you. You DM'd me. Replied. Get this guy out of here! <laughs> Keep on talking while I get a beer. You didn't, you didn't fucking tell me you were starting. I mean, like, I'm Keep all going. going. <laughs> Keep going. Up to date, like, I, dude, I DM'd you an hour ago and you replied to me, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I get, I get DMs straight to my phone, and every once in a while when I get mentions, likes, and retweets, I get it to my phone. The only problem is I don't reply through my phone. Because it's more work. I had to, one, I have to add words that my phone doesn't know to a dictionary. Two, there's a limit. So if I were to add at Chris Hazard PBL for your Twitter tag, that's taking up a precious slot of dictionary word that my phone doesn't know. First of all, I'm worth it. Second of all, <laughs> I didn't message you at all on Twitter. Bro, you said I'll be home in a minute. When did I ever say that? Okay, give me a bit. Need to do stuff first. That was the first message. Yeah. I will be home. I I will be in a bit. Just got home from work. And you said, if you don't mind, I could use some help on Discord. And I said, okay, give me a bit. I need to do some stuff first. Yeah, those are the messages I got. I just you said okay. Yeah, you're right. Over an hour ago. 
Yeah, no, I was. It's not that I got the message late. No, it's not that I got it late. It's just I wasn't. I didn't look at the message. It was just saying I had a new message. Look, my phone works, guys. Nine 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 a month. Um, you can't beat that. Unlimited text. Unlimited talk. And it's only late when the service goes out. We're doing ad raise right now. What's going on here? I'm confused. I'm not selling my phone. It's not for sale. It's nine ninety nine. You get any message over an hour late, but it's really good. You don't use it if you have emergencies. Um, 911 if you have emergencies. What are we 911, but it'll only go through an hour late. You, this you're is horrible. Dead. This is great. This is shtick. <laughs> is, is it called shtick? Is it shtick? Is it is it shtick? Oh Am I saying it right? Is it shtick? This is what radio does. This is a podcast. This is. I love my It's pr okay. It's, it's it's pretty. Anyway, so let's move on to a topic. Um, Taz, a box the size of a at some at some point in time, yes, you said you had news to give out. The news is probably old news now, but lay it on us. What's your news, man? We're doing it right now. <laughs> yes, lay something out. Okay. Um. Uh, Josh, Josh, Josh Whedon is um directing a Batgirl movie. Did you know that? I heard about that. You heard about that? I'm excited for it. Uh, Batgirl. What what that guy say? Supergirl is fucking awesome. Was it Superwoman? What the fuck they called it? That fucking TV series that, that they brought out? That was fucking terrible. What are you talking about? Josh Hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Did Josh Whedon do Supergirl? No. No. Well, then why are we comparing Supergirl to Batgirl? Which is on Netflix, the by the way, Chris. Marvel Avengers shit. Two movies. Two movies. He did two Avengers movies. All right. Whether it's going to be bad or not is going to be for the he future to tell. Comics. I'm looking forward to it. Batgirl is, uh, ever since I started reading comics, Batgirl's been one of my favorite characters to read. Barbara Gordon. Exactly. And I love that she gets shot in the back by the Joker. That's just one of my favorite pieces. Yeah, but they're not doing that. Spoilers. They're doing... What? They're doing, <laughs> they're doing, uh, they're doing uh, New 52 stuff by uh, Gail Simone, who is a very good writer. Okay. And is he going to be um, working in collaboration with the, the script? I don't think Gail Simone's working on it, but okay. um, they're doing the Nightwing movie first, I believe. And that will probably lead into the Batgirl movie. And they will probably be together how they were uh, pre-New 52. They still need to make that Jason Todd dying Batman movie. It needs to happen. They're not going to do it. He's dead. I know they're not. At best, I can hope. At best, I can hope for flashbacks when he, when the Red Hood comes out in Nightwing. But it, it looks like the moves they're playing right now, they're going to make a bat, bat verse and like kind of move away from the whole DC universe because they're, they changed um, Suicide Squad 2 into um, uh, Gotham City Sirens. What the hell? Is, 
that is Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and I think Catwoman. They're doing that instead of uh, Suicide Squad 2. What about Will Smith? Where's he going? Um, All I care about. He's uh, on the side. Of LR3. I would watch that. I've been waiting a long time. <laughs> Return of the Carlton. Um, Bro. Uh, yeah, they're doing that, and they have they have more Batman-centric movies in production than they have overall. I think the Flash one's going to crash because um, directors keep on getting replaced over and over again. They've gone through three. The movie? Yes. Oh, my God. Three directors for that, and um, they're probably going to lose another one. And Cyborg is not looking good in the trailers. The animation did just doesn't look right. But they I, just need to team up with Marvel and be done with it. Uh, <laughs> they've done it in the comic book since the nineties, so it's not. I'm just saying it. they don't have to team up for the story. But by God, get this movie right, please. Oh, we, we can go on to Marvel movies in the second. Or whoever did whoever did Man of Steel, I still enjoyed it. I loved it. I don't care what anyone says. That was Zack Snyder. Zack uh, Snyder did that one. Why isn't he doing the rest of this? He is doing all of them. He's done all of them. Well, then what the hell is wrong with The Flash? He's They're not directing it? Different director. Different director. So he's not directing The Flash anymore? No. There's he's their mistake. The main, he's on the main movies. Um, Wonder Woman is coming out. I Whoa, hold on a second. What? The Flash isn't a main movie? It's not... It, it's not core. Justice League is core. Who He's are the core on. people of... J- J- I'm confused. No, no, I know what you're thinking, but they're assigning different directors. They want these pumped out as fast as they can. That's the problem! How do they not see that? They have different directors on all the Marvel movies. It's like, yo, instead of using shoe polish on you, Chris, I'm going to spit on your 20 shoes and wipe them down real quick to get them out the door as fast as possible. Directed by the Russo brothers. Fucking Gardens of the Galaxy is directed by James Gunn. It doesn't. It's. They have different directors assigned to different projects. But they're not rushing it out, though. Do you feel like the Marvel movies are rushed at all? Sometimes. I'm not trying to compare DC and Marvel, but. How can you not? No, they're always compared to each other. Right. Exactly. Well, I'm talking about the movie specifically. It's we've had so many great Marvel movies, mm-hmm. and the only problem I gotta say is Captain America still ain't dead. What the fuck? But I can look past that because he might die in the second one, and I'm still crossing my fingers that that man gets shot. Oh, you're pissed that um he I'm get shot I'm pissed he ain't dead. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. When Crossbones got killed at the beginning of look, Civil War, and and. <laughs> And they finally, they haven't taken the Fantastic Four yet. It's like, what are they waiting on? Get those nerds out of there. Sony. Yeah, I'm, those are the nerds I'm talking about. Yeah, but here we go. Did you even watch the last Fantastic Four that came out? That movie was terrible. It was terrible. I'll tell you what force was in that movie. Did you know that? No. Taz, did you know that? Chris? Nope. Force was in that movie. He was a guy with a box walking by, I believe. Okay, well, um... Good job. <laughs> Where, where's the proof? It's on YouTube. 
I'll have him find it. No, no, no. I Where's the proof that it was him? Because like I can be like, I was a hot guy in the bed so and so during this scene. You know, bruh. Bruh. Well, you shift this to the Marvel movies. But um. And so we can talk about this. Um. Uh. Apparently, Sony is gonna try and break off again from uh, Marvel Studios after um. So they're taking Spider-Man with them. Is that what you're saying? That's what they're gonna. By God, we're gonna get one good Spider-Man movie, and then they're gonna fuck it. He's gonna be in um the The, big uh, Venom. Next, yes, they're gonna try and make Venom, and they're gonna try and make Silver Sable, which nobody knows. Who the fuck is that? Silver Sable is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Nobody knows who Silver Sable is. (laughs) Okay, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me catch you right there. So, Marvel's giving the beginning movie of Spider-Man, Homecoming. They're Marvel Studios. They're really in-depth with that. And then after that, only the only control over Spider-Man they're really going to have is going to be in the Avenger movies going forward. And now, and then Sony's going to go back and try and do movies yeah. from some... Yes, that's what they're going to try and take. That's like trying to take Mozart's half-written music... After he's dead and someone trying to finish his vision. It's like, hmm. I don't think it works like that, Sony. Mm. Well, you know what it is, right? Because they raised the PSN, uh, you know, like, live gold subscription name. You got all this money, right? So they can just back away from everyone now because they make it they make a killing. It's completely different to me. Holy moly. It's, Sony, yeah, 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 no, no. They ra- I'm... They raised the price. I'm not. Ex- I am not happy about that price raise. Um, no, Sony, the movie studio has been floundering, and now <coughs> they got a chance. They want their money, and they think they can get greedy. But still, they do not have licenses on any of the product. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> Nobody knows Fox, what they're doing anymore. Fox. Fox got smart and started making different kind of superhero movies. And then Sony's going to just go go back and make dumb shit nobody wants to go see. Wait a second. What if you mo- saw a movie poster for Silver Sable. Um, Who is it? Silver Sable? <laughs> exactly. That's the <laughs> fucking point. It's a dumb B character in the Spider-Verse. So is it, hold on, okay, is it a guy or a girl? I believe it's a girl. And blonde, brunette, redhead. She had silver hair. Mm. And a silver suit. Not interested. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Oh my, Halle Berry, Catwoman, please, anyone? Anyone? I think think the whole deal of them making a Venom movie is they saw what Fox was doing with... Deadpool and Logan and B if they have a good actor playing Venom but Venom's not he's not worth it it's, it's, it's he's not worth his own role it, it's in a big movie violence. it's a gore movie that's all Venom is the only way that movie's going to be good is if they go rated R I think Marvel and DC just no, need, need to go rated Venom? R Venom yeah, I would go watch Venom killing people thank you very much but There's no charm to it. Don't need charm. I wouldn't care. I want to see the blood and gore that I deserve that are in the comics. 
It's like on the screen. Warriors, the fucking movie. It'll be Venom just mowing through people. It could be Venom and his per. It could be Venom and Eddie Brock's uh struggle. Maybe the struggle between the two. The struggle between the two. If Carnage shows up and he has to fight Carnage, there you have a flat point. They don't. They don't need to try and work Carnage in so fast. They fail too many times. Don't. Don't. No, you don't want Symbiote Saga. Nah, I do. That would be fantastic. But not without well, Spider-Man. Well, there was a time in Marvel Comics where Eddie Brock was actually kind of a hero in San Francisco. Well, there's and, your plot. There's your plot right there. Okay, that's that's what okay, they're gonna go with. So maybe he's fighting Carnage. Perhaps. That's his only rival. Who else is he gonna fight? Spider-Man. Silver Sable. Silver Sable movie. That's <laughs> hey, why? Well, we gotta come up with someone. Well, let's not do Spider-Man. Mm. All right. You want another topic? Um. Yeah. No. I mean. Got one right now. What's your topic? Um. Hold on. Wrecked. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to have, uh, five post-credit scenes. What? What do, you, what do you think about that? It's probably about to tie all, everything, all the, uh... That's the rumor. Yeah, it's probably going to tie in everything, you know? It's they, a they rumor, all, though. Right, right, right. They, um, I don't know anything. I don't, I don't watch previews. I don't read previews. But if you're telling me that from what I know, you know, there, well, how many Infinity Stones? Seven? Six? Five. Okay, five. five Boom. Done. One, two, three, four, five. They're going to show where all the stones are located. And then, uh, this is what I'm, this is what I'm thinking. Dan Silver Sable comes. And Silver Sable comes and saves the day. I'm going to say at the end of the movie, Thanos, he's floating in space again for whatever reason. And then it's going to show, you know, because it showed he got the gauntlet. Then it's going to show him like, it's time. Boom. Credits. And then scene. Here's a here's a here's a stone. Scene. Here's a stone. Scene. Here's a stone. And that's what they're gonna do. And they're just they're just gonna build up for that. Didn't they already show him getting the gauntlet in a post-credit scene from a different? That's what I just said. Yeah, but the gems weren't in there. Why would they show it again in? Because now they're going to show where all the gems are, and they're gonna show the glove once again on his hand, saying, "Well, he's saying it's time, meaning it's time to collect it." Right, right. And then you've got the one for reality, I think it was, which uh -huh. is the one that, that Thor's girlfriend chick. Yes. Uh -huh. that power. That uh -huh. was power, I think it was. Uh -huh. And the other one is the... Loki has one... The Tesseract is one of them. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. That's yeah, reality. That one, that's another one. That's reality. And that, um... That stuff that got into Thor's girlfriend, that's another one. There's one in Vision. And then, yeah. One the Guardians of the Galaxy has. That's Sorry, five. They just get to discovering where they are. That's going to be different too. movies. They're not going to do that in like a post-credit. No, that's what I'm saying. Field. Yes, they, 
They are. If they're going to get the hype train rolling, that would be the perfect hype to show exactly what movies are about to collide in the universe. And when I say that, they're not just, oh, well, here's a movie with Thanos here, here, here. This is what I'm hoping happens. All of these Marvels come into one big-ass movie, two, two and a half hours. They're all there. This is the f this is the fight we're waiting for. This is what's going to happen. That's the hype train that I feel like that's going to be started. That's why they would show off Thanos and then credits and then scene, credit, scene, credit until all five are done. And it's going to show exactly everyone that's going to be, all the main players that are going to be in the Big Bash, whatever we're going to call it. We're going to call it Big Bash. The Kapow. Going with it. Kapow. They have the titles for the movie already. <laughs> Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. I reckon they stupid like they did last time where they had that freaking um, the duck at the end. But what duck? Howard the Duck. Oh, that duck. Yeah. Why are you hating on Howard the Duck? What's wrong? I'm, not, I'm just saying they showed that at the end of the last movie, so I reckon they'll just show, show some stupid little fucking... Isn't Howard the Duck like a... Like like a, a Deadpool or something like that? He just no, works in the third dimension, I mean the fourth barrier? It was a comic book and then they made it into a terrible movie and... George, and they did no, you didn't say directed by George Lucas. Oh. So he's from Star Wars. <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> alright, alright. But yeah, that's those are my thoughts on that. Uh, no. On those scenes. Um, so let's, let's jump into, and, of I got course, more news. oh, what do you got? Uh, Matt Katz, uh, filed for bankruptcy, uh, last month. Mad Katz? Didn't yeah. they do those horrible controllers that always broke on me? Uh-huh, and they made the fight stick that, remember, um, <laughs> I remember when we took all my games to GameStop? Yep. Traded all those in? you'd always give to the guests. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That was it, a hundred percent. Wow, Mad Cat's filed for bankruptcy. Well, when you make crap, it won't sell eventually. Yeah, but their fight, that fight stick was good, John. And everyone's going out to buy this fight stick? No, nobody did. All right then. Case in point, when you make hey. crap, that doesn't sell. Hey, hey, use that stick. How good was that stick? It did its job. <laughs> Would I buy that stick? No, I'll take my controller. Thanks. A day late and a dollar short. Is that what you're saying? It's just not everyone needs it for fighting games. Not everyone's going to want want to spend the money on it. Right. Only the people that grew up with that would be the ones that need it. Either people like you that have money to spend, or people like me, or. Uh, pro players. I don't think I've seen a pro player that doesn't use a fight stick. And I haven't watched a lot of pros and a lot of pro fights, but I've, I've seen a lot of them walk around with that their own personal fucking stick yeah. at these tournaments. They're fun to use while you're playing the game. It's not only fun, I think it really does give you an advantage. So either serious players are going to buy it, or you, people well, that have money to spend. Sure. Well, no. The serious players are going to buy something that's seriously going to withstand the years, or they're going to, or they're going to buy sticks now. It's all Hori now. It's your only option. You got to get a Hori stick. Mm. I don't think that's the only option. 
I think there's stuff out there. They just have to look for it. Is it? Well, Hori has um, the best components, I guess. Comparable. I think. If everyone was already buying Mad Cat's fight sticks. Oh, it's all about the insides. If if the if the pros were using Mad Cat's in their tournaments. Right. Because they have the. It would. It would. Everyone else that would buy it because of their because they're fans of this person, they'd be. I want that stick. I want that stick. I want that stick. So they have the Sanwa board in there, and I think Corey has the same thing. I don't care. That has nothing to do with it. The board has nothing to do with it. Those are for the tech fanatics. It's fast and simple. It's the best. It's the best board. It's the best fight stick. But the average fan doesn't care about that. They're like, wow, Daigo won. He's got that stick. Buy it for me. And he goes and buys it. Why? Because Daigo was using it. That's how it sells. Now, exactly. So, Mad Cats was a failure from the beginning because they made crap quality. Yes. They've been making it for years. They've yeah, been I they've know. set themselves up for failure. Why? Guess what? They I... failed. It only took what twenty years, which is not bad for a business. Not gonna complain. I, my business ain't been running for twenty years. Twenty-eight years. Twenty-eight years. And they were good for about five. They they <laughs> did their job, but I, all I gotta say is every Mad Cat's controller I brought, I bought, yeah. brought back. Yeah. I remember the N64 and the NES. When you got those shitty controllers. My PS2 ones broke within a year of buying them. Um. Yeah, I mean, so. Analog sticks would always fuck up really easily. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was just. Mad Cats was just a bust. Okay, I got uh, one last news post. One last news post. Lay it on us. Okay, uh. Japan is running out of ninjas. <laughs> what does that mean? No one's training to be a ninja. Uh, it'd be the same with samurais, like people that like. Should I be worried? Is the question. I guess we gotta ask. or what's going on? Okay. Um. This is from uh, Anime News Network. All right. Um, All right. The IG Prefecture. Finds ninja in short supply. Um, they're trying to uh, bring in more uh, performers for their uh, exhibition shows in that area. It's um, I believe it's in the the area where um, Hattori Hanzo. Big commitment though, so you wouldn't get that many people wanting to do that, and the money wouldn't be that great. It sounds like I heard this story in America recently. Ringling Brothers closing down the big tent. Why? Because people don't go to watch it anymore. And I, it feels like it's the same thing over there. People don't, don't. Not only are there short supply, but they probably don't want to watch it. Well, I it, know it's... they have. They have uh, a ninja castle, kind of like a house of uh traps and bullshit like that like jeremy irons has a castle 
Yes, he does. <laughs> Just thought I'd put that out there. I, I, I hope he has traps in it too. <laughs> and then when you fall into those traps, Jeremy Irons talks to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd well, go there. I'd go there for that. Just the conversation. Falling into my trap. What are you going to do about this? You better have some Jeremy Irons cereal. I will give you my cereal, <laughs> and it will be delivered by a silver sable. I have nothing else to contribute to this conversation, so every nine minutes I'm going to throw in a silver sable. <laughs> silver sable! Thank you, Thank you <clears throat> Mr. Hazard. So, um... Okay. Uh, back to the ninjas real quick. Okay, well, um... They only got, um... Ten applicants for their ninja exhibition oh. this year. <laughs> ninja exhibition. <laughs> what does well, that even mean? Um, <laughs> it's tourism. That's what this region does. Why don't they just watch Iron Fist and they can see like legitimate Whoa! martial arts skills? Well, Whoa! I think guys fight faster. <laughs> <laughs> cat season two can the iron fist defeat the cat as they take over the city um i'm not la you know and i'm not laughing at all at the ninjas uh or the fact that this is what they want to do it's i find it just it i don't know it just sounds funny to me would i go watch ninjas hell yeah once never again I wouldn't have to. I got anime. It's foreign tourism. It's all it is. Right, 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 right. I'm not going to Japan for the ninjas. Well, going there for the ramen. I can I'm go going for the women. Hold on, I, can, I have more on this. Okay. Um, um, they are ramen? paid uh, $1,600 per month. Is that their money or our money? Um, no, that's it. USD sixteen oh sixteen hundred and eleven dollars. Is that a lot over there? That's not a lot. That's our money. I'm telling you our conversion. What do you think? That's terrible. Sixteen hundred USD dollars in yes. one month. Yes. That's over there, what is that? Is it a lot? Is it a little? No, it's less. It's like just over a week's pay for me. Yeah, it's basically saying, what's the cost of living like over there? Is $1,000 U.S. a lot of money to live on, or is it I don't, I don't know. They're in the countryside. They're not in a main... 1600 a month I would be fine with in my state. I could do that. Anywhere in the state, in any city. They're, they're not in Tokyo. They're out in the country. So I don't know how far that... Oh, then they're fine. They probably got the bamboo sticks catching the water, and so they got their water source. They, they're they're making it in the country, I'm telling you that right now. Just letting you know, they got it. Okay. Well, um, apparently, uh, the Nagoya Prefecture previously hired ninja to teach elementary school kids the way of ninjutsu. Uh, okay. Uh. uh Am I going to have to watch out for that when I go to Japan? A bunch of kids hanging off a ceiling? Like, what's going on here? 
Well, if you go to Nagoya, maybe. Well, why are they teaching this to kids? I know. I don't know. Just um, it'd be a cultural thing. Fun thing for school. Okay. I know uh, Nagoya is the headquarters of um, uh, Toyota. So I don't know. So they're teaching traditional ninja, not like a modern day ninja. We're not talking watchdogs here, are we? No, we're talking about just forms. Basic okay. Form. Okay. I, I doubt they gave them um, kunai or. Uh, well, no, but I mean. Blind stars. No. A, nin a ninja in the, I'm sorry, a ninja in this day and age, I. I don't no, think it'd be the very effective. I'm not asking for any ninjas to show me any otherwise. Did you ever play Tenchu Two? Hazard. I'm sorry, I'm not listening. What did you that? play? Did you play Tenchu Two? I have no idea what that is. Okay. I I played Strider. Back on the PSP. It's on PlayStation One. I played Strider. I played Final Fantasy Seven, and that was my PlayStation One experience. There was a there was a ninja in there. Let's be clear. Hold on. Tenchu Two had a secret mode. Where you were fighting um, in the actual real timeline, like modern day, with people with guns, and it was fucking hard. <laughs> the man, you were. The whole game was fighting period area samurai, mm -hmm. but then you went into. You started out in a parking garage on that secret mission, and then you were trying to sneak up on security guards with machine guns and it was probably the hardest mission well because as soon as you get spotted yeah fucked, you, really right that's the that's the hmm. point i'm trying to make <laughs> even with super human ninja strength yeah a gun just stops it okay of course guns shoot ninjas um makes sense oh one last news post. Um, Nintendo is making an NES Mini. I thought there were... Su no, no, Super, no, Super NES. Sorry. I forgot that. But they're di and they're discontinuing the NES they, Mini and Classic. Yes, they've already discontinued that. They're making a Super Nintendo Mini. What do you think about that? You want to pay money for that shit? No. And then sell it on eBay. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, for no. That's what I. On your yeah. phone. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I for no, even for nostalgia, number one, I still have an NES. So I'm and a Super NES. Me too. So if I want nostalgia, I'll just go blow out the cartridges and uh. For the Nintendo, slam it in there till it works. For the NES, just hit the reset button until it works. Um, mm -hmm. I, they're gonna make money off of it. It's not a bad business move, but if they really want to get their money's worth, they better just they better get the the number of orders right. People are still looking for the classic NES classic. They're not going to find it. Like they're not gonna be able to find it. That's the thing. 
I think Nintendo does a very poor job with what they produce versus supply and, the supply and demand. They they fuck it up every time. It's true. It's yeah. Well, you know there are still people looking for a switch. I got my I got two switches. Day one, went to the store. They've always done it. You know. Why not Evo? Hell no. Someone else wanted one, so we went together. So, yeah, we were able to get two. We were able to get one on day one, and then we could have got another one. We came back two days later and got another one. Like, that was the thing. So, they were, you know, you had options. I literally, for people that were standing in line for hours and hours, like this dude, I think the guy in New York or New Jersey or something like that, at Nintendo headquarters of America, wherever that is on the Upper East Coast, he stood there for like two weeks. The man lived on the street for two weeks. It also depends where you live. In your, if you're in like a highly populated right. area, they're gonna sell out a lot quicker. Right, right, right. Out in a small town, gonna be a well, it didn't sell in my small town. I had to drive. I had to drive an hour away. What the, yeah. you know, I luckily, I stood in line for ten minutes. I got there two hours early. Um, people didn't show up until 30 minutes before the store opened, and then when I seen the first person get out of their car, I'm like, well, I'll go get in line. And only 10 were being sold. One, funny, funny, because 12 people showed up. Two girls showed up, got out of their car, and stood at their car. And then another guy, uh, and another kid showed up. After them, got out of their car and got in line. And then when the girls got to the, you know, started walking towards us when the doors finally opened, they seen the sign and were like, oh, but we were here first. And I'm just like, back of the line. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You want to stand by the car and not stand by other people. That's not killing. No, it's not. We, That's granted, granted, they didn't give out tickets. They were Everyone was supposed to get a slip that day. They didn't give those slips out. So anyone could have just came into the door and literally ran past other customers, which I would have had a serious problem with if I didn't get my Switch that day because I was there waiting. So um, I'm not going to say the store that failed to do it, Toys R Us. Wait, no. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it was Toys R Us. But uh, yeah, they didn't do it right. They did it right the next time. Everyone got slips the next day. Because a lot of people came for that shit. It was a Sunday instead of a Friday morning. It was a Sunday morning. Yeah, I know. You called me while you were sitting in the park. Playing the Switch. you damn right. <laughs> Playing the Switch while people were waiting to buy one. All right, so <laughs> here we go. Let's let's get let's get down into something. Chris, you have some input on Um, if you're still near yeah. the headset. Yeah. What? What's going on? All right. All right. Destiny 2. I already oh, know. Ex I already know you're getting it on PC, go. right? Of course. What are you looking? Are you hoping for anything out of here? From Destiny One to carry over to Destiny Two, are you looking for anything? You know, and I'm not talking about just equipment, but any kind of mechanics, anything that you say, "Hey, this works." Bungie, bring this through. Well, I really hope that Red Bears, you know, <laughs> Destiny Two, and uh, I really wish we could have the Mapador meta right at the beginning that lasts two years. I think that would be great um, for the game. Uh, 
Okay, all jokes aside, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a whole different game. They want to go in a whole different direction. They've already said that we have no abilities and stuff. We have no stuff. You know, right. Cade blew, blew up everything. Well, um, of course, and we weren't carrying anything around when he did so. We were naked. We were all I naked. Get, were we naked? Uh, we had to. We <laughs> Fuck, had no Cade's a freak. We have nothing, dude. We have nothing. Everyone, so you're telling me that Guardians take showers unanimously, simultaneously? I, I don't know. All right. Um. I don't know, dude, because you know what? Like, it's going to be a whole different game. Like, you're going to have Warlocks, Hunters, and Titans, obviously, right? Right. Um, me being, a, like, a PC player, I'm, I'm really excited for, like, one-to-one, -one, um, like, max movement. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. turn speed in Destiny is very, very slow. I'm yeah. happy to actually have like real gunfights and stuff. Um, as long as like the game basically stays the same, kind of in like I don't know, like just as long as it stays similar. Yeah, but I mean, as long as like the idea is similar, but it actually has a storyline that lasts more than five missions, that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. But mechanics-wise, I mean, you know it's going to change. What I want doesn't really matter. I don't really play Destiny much anymore because nothing carries it, you know, so... Well, I, I didn't play the first one. What was the story like? Was it actually decent? The story, no, wa the no, the st story was non-existent unless you went online to read Grimoire cards. Yeah. And then you had to piece it together yourself because it didn't say, this is the story of Destiny. It's like, and then there was Oryx and he was praised by the gods. And I'm like, bro, what? He's a god? And then who's the traveler? He's a, he's a god too? There are people out there and they make fantastic YouTube videos and they piece this together. And it's cool to watch. I don't want to watch it. I paid for my game. I want my story in my game. Yeah, it should be inside the game. You shouldn't have to leave the game. You shouldn't have to close the game to go read about the game. This, this reminds... Inside. Ad revenue. Yeah, I Man, fuck those guys. This is, this is what this reminds me of. Back in, and Tez, you might remember this, back in the day, Final Fantasy, Square Enix came out with a Final Fantasy guidebook for 9, I believe it was. Um, That's late for me. Okay. But um, the internet, not that great. Not that great. And not a lot of people had access to it. But the guidebook would have, they would have tips in it, but it, it wasn't a complete guide. It'd be like, for more information, go to Square Enix online slash help slash guidebook. <laughs> and I'm just like, really? So that's, it's like, I bought the guidebook, but I have to get online to find the rest of my guide. Where it's, you know, I'm I'm just like, come on. Destiny, I, I didn't like that. Um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts about the, uh, I know you do play it a little bit. Have you played it since the last uh, special ammo patch where now you know no one gets ammo after they died after round one unless you pick it up and sidearm still have that are you yeah do you like the fact that no one really has special ammo let's take sidearms to the side and let's you know do you like that everyone you know is forced to really use a primary or an exotic weapon well, does that being that my one two kills overall in all of destiny are with primaries i'm okay with it <laughs> Because I actually know how to mm -hmm. you know, primary gunfight, unlike some people, lol. So it doesn't really affect me 
because I know how to play, you know? But, like, right. it's different. Like, I remember, like, the first two years, you know, you, you start off with a sniper rifle, you get a first pick, and you, you go with it. That never bothered me, because you can be smart. Absolutely. And just avoid killed, you know? Absolutely. Um, I didn't like, like, the whole Matador uh, meta oh, the trials. I think God. it just it just kind of, I don't know, it just, it wasn't fun. I mean, I like the whole you set up, get into a position, you know, go for a pick. Some people say, oh, well, it slows the game down. Yeah, but if you play smart, it, it can the game can be over super fast. Like, you don't have to camp in the back. Right now, I find that people are just camping with an icebreaker because they have to use an icebreaker. And the game shouldn't tell you what gun you have to use. Like, another example, kind of off topic, but hand cannons, okay? So finally, people can use braced frame because it's a viable option. Bungie's like, nope, sorry, we're going to give you another range nerf, so you have to use a rifled barrel in order to have a hand cannon viable. Like, <laughs> why would you do that? People were just starting to enjoy something different. Why would you take that away from them? I found that hilarious. I found that hilarious. Um, Coming on to the hand cannon ranges, my god, the, the maps, most of the maps on Destiny, they're not big enough for some of these ranges. I don't think they sat down really and worked out these ranges. I think where the hand cannons are right now, right now, is probably the best place they could be as far as ranges uh, go. I can't... I, yeah, people can shoot me from across the map. Uh, and I still feel like it's... They're shooting me too far with that hand cannon and it's dealing way too much damage. I still feel like that in a lot of these maps. And I'll say that because... If you take everything off of a map, let's say Bannerfall, if you took everything off of Bannerfall and it was just the the ground, you're not going to shoot me from across the map, right? So the range is fine. You're going to have to get closer. But most of the engagements on that map, even from the outside to the inside, uh, unless you're at that point where, let's say you're... For the people that know what I'm talking about, you'd be by the tree and others could be either in, you know, left, right, or mid of the map, either the two spawns or the mid. Um, the hand cannon really shouldn't kill you from there. But other than that, I'll, there are still a lot of maps where it's a lot of close range engagements. Um, and that's fine. It, it forces people with hand cannons to move in on their opponent. Hey, I got a hand cannon. This is what I like to use. This is what I'm really good with. It has a, you know, high kill rate. People two tap me with their hand cannons, but they have to come to me as a Mita user. I main my Mita. They have to come to me. They can't just sit back, you know, and shoot me across a map. They have to come to me. Ah, uh, but Bungie, I really feel like have not made great maps for Destiny and ranges and any guns that they've ever come out with. Well, to just counter the whole range uh, issue, yeah, you can kill someone with a hand cannon at range. You're going to have to hit them eight or nine times. Mm -hmm. You can still kill them. But, I mean, like, if you have to hit someone eight or nine times with a hand cannon, that's like, what, three shots with a scout rifle? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to get outranged and you're going to get outkilled. So it doesn't make sense to start shooting at someone at that range. Like, if they took it to, like, the three meters was an ADS three meters, I'd be okay with it. Because, like, you really feel that extra one and a half meters. You really mm -hmm. do. But then you're putting yourself with the, in the position of, I mean, the way the med is now, it's nothing but grenades, man. Icebreaker. 
I mean, sidearms to a small point, you don't really see that much anymore. But, like, in the hand cannon's ideal range, okay, mm -hmm. it always gets out dps by a sidearm. That should never happen. Because when you put the hand cannon in its range, it's in its intended range, it should be the king of that range, not a special weapon. Mm, I would disagree. Agree with that. Why? Why? It's it's true. Take the the sidearm. Okay. In the actual ideal range of a hand cannon. At the max ideal range, the hand cannon should not lose. The right, but the ideal range for a hand cannon should not be the same as a sidearm. Let's just. I'm just gonna draw that line right there. Those those should not be the same. I don't have numbers to like back it up, but it really feels like if I'm in the intended range where I'm getting max damage you know what i mean if i take a step back um i start i start losing damage due to the fall up in the range where right. the sidearm will kill me way faster that's my experience that, right, right right and i agree i'm not saying you're wrong but um i don't i do not think that the sidearm should lose to a hand cannon it is a sidearm it's supposed to shoot fast it's going to outgun in its range it should win it's a special weapon. That's why it's a special weapon. One. Two, the problem with that, with sidearms winning against hand cannons, is because Bungie doesn't have their ranges down. They never have, and they probably never will. The shit's not ready. It's just not. So, for, for all we know, the sidearms have this range, and the hand cannons have this range, uh, and they're the same. Let's say they're the same. Let's say they're at 20. Uh, you step, you know, you step that one meter out. You go to 21 with your hand cannon, and now the sidearm's at 21. The sidearm's winning. Why? Because it's still shooting a lot faster. Well, I'll give you some numbers to back up. All right, give me them numbers. So, in uh, in Ice Luna's base range is 38. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a sidearm. Uh, let's see, let's uh, let's use the. Uh, What's that one? The famous one, the Wormwood. So wormwood. wormwood is 28. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the the time to kill body shots on the Wormwood. So if you get five body shots on the Wormwood, is 0.8 seconds. If you get uh, one crit and three body shots, 0 0.6, 0 0.06. Sorry. Yeah, 0 0.6. Okay. So let's go back to the Ayas Luna. Time to kill with one crit and two body shots is 0.87. And all four body shots is 1.30. So, like, what are the odds of you staying in that range? You know what I mean? At the max range. It's never going to happen. People always moving towards each other, whatever. But even at the highest Luna's best, the time to kill is still slower than a sidearm. Why is that? You know what I mean? Like, I understand that. You whip it out, and it should have a really good time to kill. But I don't know. It just I played a lot of Crucible. Mm -hmm. You know, I played a lot of Crucible. Oh yeah. I lose the sidearms enough to know that I don't think at the ranges that I'm getting into gunfights I should. Because you remember, they have Hidden Hand, they have Rangefinder, they have all these range perks on them too, right? I just think the sidearms intended range is just a little. I think they reach a little bit too much. I think they should be toned down just a little bit. But then you get into the argument of, well, you know, that's that's going to be the shotguns intended range right there. Right. 
Like, sidearms are in these really weird spots where it's really hard to balance, I think. I mean, they haven't touched them since they came out. I think everything's in a weird spot to balance. I really oh, do. Yeah. Because... Everything, everything, it would be easier if every gun ran on one range bar. They had a, they had a bar, and let's say a hundred, you know, could cover whatever, you know, here's a hundred, and now, you know, for snipers, set it at a hundred, you know, and then move down, you know, all right, here's your range, here's your range, here's your range, boom, 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 and just set everyone's scale. I don't know why they haven't done that, but if they have done that, or if that's what they're doing... The big problem still is map design. And people feel like they're getting outgunned or getting uh, outranged by other weapons. It's because I feel like it still comes back to the maps are too small. It forces people into these close range engagements. What would you say? Now, here's the thing. What would you say to the reticle of your gun telling you, let's say red is when you're Red is out of range, and green is, uh... Intended range? Yep. What would you say yeah. to that? Well, a lot of the problem is people don't know the gun's intended range. They think, like, I have a Mida, okay? I'm mm -hmm. gonna go into, like, melee range. Sure. Like, the Mida. And people think, like, oh, I died, oh, to, like, you know, a sidearm or a hand cannon or a shotgun. Oh, that's bullshit. Well, no, you're using the gun outside of its intended range. Like, the scout is a mid to long range weapon. So, use it in its intended range, and you'll do just fine. Like, we go back to the whole if I am in a mid range battle against a hand cannon user, I should never lose. Because that hand cannon is hitting me for 21, 22, 26, whatever the number is. And that scout rifle is hitting for max damage every bullet. Mm -hmm. That's normal. But, like, I just, I mean, yeah, I think that's a cool idea. If you had, like, a little green reticle that would say, hey, you're in its weapon's perfect range. And then as soon as you take one step uh, back, yeah, you go out of the range or whatever, it goes red. So you can kind of tell people, hey, you should be closer, or hey, you should be further. Yeah. I mean, will they add that in this game? Hell no. They're not going to add anything in this game now. Mm, not in this one, game. One big problem is they have these weapon classes. I think that's the most silliest thing ever. You have a game that has weapon RNG, so nothing's consistent. And you're going to balance the game and say, oh, you know what, uh, this uh, this weapon class, like as an example, uh, we have, you know, the standard, uh, like Ice Luna class, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have, like, the Water Star class. Okay, so there are two different classes of hand cannons. One shoots faster but does less damage, and one, you know, whatever. Right. So you're going to say, you're like, you're going to blanket nerf, where, you know, hand cannons are, you know, they're minus 10 range. Okay, but why would you do that? Why can't you balance specific archetypes of each weapon? That, I think, is a huge problem because blanket nerfs are so stupid because the Water Star is a fantastic gun. It has a higher time to kill, okay, than the Ice Loom, but it has horrible range, which means, and as everyone knows, accuracy is directly um, stuck with your range. So if you have a low range, your accuracy is low as well. So you have to have max range on a weapon, but you can't do that. So that's the reason why the IS Luna archetype will always be that one archetype. So when you blanket nerf range, guess what? You absolutely just kill a class of weapon. That goes for every weapon out there. So 
Do you remember when the whole grasp of Malak, clever dragon archetype? Good God. Reduced, they reduced. Well, just listen. You know how they reduced the um, <laughs> uh, they reduced the weapon speed. Mm-hmm. Like how fast? Okay, it put it exactly the same time to kill as the blind perdition archetype, Hoxa archetype. So why would anyone use a clever dragon anymore? There's no reason to, because you, you can kill people just as fast and hit a little bit harder with like a blind perdition or a Hoxa or a PDX 45. You know what I mean? They, they just killed an entire class of weapon. I just, I, I just don't understand why Bungie does stuff like that. To me, it's just it's very silly. I don't know why Bungie does a lot of stuff. They've always done bullshit. It's like, I think a... every weapon should be able to be modified individually. They really? Be able to do it? Absolutely. I I, I agree. I agree. Every every oh. every gun in Battlefield has its own yeah. tree, and it's able to be say, oh, you know what? This gun is just performing a little bit too good, so we're just going to tone this specific gun down, mm -hmm. which brings the other ones up. It's not just saying, well, you know what? The ones that fire in automatic, you know, they're not too good, so we're just going to make everything fire in semi. I think they took on more than they could handle. Um, With Halo, they had a set uh, amount of weapons, and the only problem was um, where they placed them on them. Yeah, but Halo only had a certain amount of weapons, so it was easy right. to Right, that, that was the point. And then they got into a game they weren't ready for, and they just threw a whole... They created a whole menagerie of fucking weapons and but that's that's what they were aiming for that's what was going to set destiny apart from halo that's they couldn't fucking handle it they could handle it if they were able to modify weapons individually i think the biggest the biggest problem with destiny is its weapon balance and that that of that affects uh podcasts that affects podcasts <laughs> that affects the pvp that affects the pvp and that's a huge part of Destiny's replayability. Um, Silver, <laughs> Silver Saber. Uh, right before I cap it off, um, the last thing I'm going to touch up on real quick is, Chris, you said people are crying about grenades and the grenade spam. I know that in, sw uh, I don't know what they call it anymore. I'm going to call it sweats. I don't care what they call it anymore. Yeah, uh, Bob. Bobby called, Bobby said, "If you use the word sweats, man, you're a scrub." I don't I don't really remember what he said the technical term was for it anymore. Scrims, team scrims, sweats, whatever you want to call it. Now you can't have yeah tier no, five grenades. Tier three discipline. Tier three discipline. It's like yeah. get good. I'm sorry. This is a point. This was the first thing I covered with my uh with helping people in my trials training. This is a point, guys. If you know what they have, you can counter it. All right. I think grenades are great. I think having grenades are great. It's a great way to stop those really aggressive teams. Oh, man, they're super aggressive. I can't beat that hand cannon. Or here comes round one shotgun. Or, by God, someone finally knows how to use the universal remote and just just swing through teams. Right? The grenades are there for that reason. Now, if you're having a problem getting past those grenades... You're not that good. Stop whining. That's all I gotta say. You're just not doing it right. Eh, I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I've watched original scrims and I've watched current scrims, Bobby. <laughs> I didn't mean to put him on blast. <laughs> I, prefer, I, uh, I prefer the ones now. 
um, like, remember, you can throw a grenade every 25 to 30 seconds, right? So it's like you're kind of, I don't know, it's just, I don't play that type. I've never, I mean, don't get me wrong, I would love to if someone ever invited me, cough, cough, wink, wink, but um, I guess I'm okay either or. Like, I, I can see why people get mad, you know, like, if someone's really good throwing stickies, which are silly to begin with, they should be removed from the game, well, um, it's a kill every time you toss one if you're good enough, right? I think that's kind of silly. Zone grenades don't really bother me, like, uh, you know, like the Nova Sphere, the Vortex, those ones don't bother me. Fire bolts, Axiom bolts, stuff like that, it's just, I don't know, like, if, if every kind of grenade was like an incendiary grenade, mm -hmm. I think that'd be okay. Because you have to be good with them, and they have a certain explosion radius, and that's fine. Tracking grenades, I think, should disappear. Oh, I don't know about all that. Why? Why do you need tracking grenades? Because this is and this is why Destiny set out to be Destiny. Uh, this is the vision I got when they said, and this will we'll wrap it up on this, guys. Um, this was Destiny's vision, and this is why the grenades. I, I'm gonna counter that. The grenades need to be like they are. They need to be unique. Everyone wants that uniqueness. Destiny, Bungie said, Destiny will be a shooter first and always. But at the same time, they're trying to venture into that. MMO type aspect, you know. Here comes Borderlands is what I thought. But at the same time I'm like, well I you know, I hope it's not like that. I you want an MMO with a tracking grenade. Show me one other one in Destiny. What MMO uses grenades? Anyway. <laughs> uh um The uniqueness The uniqueness of everyone's individual character is what I was hoping for in Destiny 1, where I can be Ken Kukin, you know, granted there's going to be only so many limits. The there's... The Division has tracking grenades. Thank Shut you. Up, Thank you. Up. Um... What? The Division has tracking grenades, absolutely. Uh, it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it works. It's... Um, anyway, before we... Before we get off topic... I want I wanted the individuality of my character in Destiny. You can only get so far with that. Even in MMOs, you can only be so individual. Why? Because everyone's going to have the same. Someone somewhere is going to play your class. They're going to play your your skill tree, and you're going to have to deal with it. You know, the only other way to look different, Tez, is looks. Right? The armor you wear, skins, colors, etc., etc., etc. Um. There's only there's one spec that wins in. Mm-hmm. It, right. Uh, I, I I think the grenades are exactly where they need to be, and people just need to learn how to play around okay. them. Okay, you know what? Hmm? Then give every single class a shade step ability to untrack tracking grenades. No. Why not? Why does one class get to untrack? You know what I because mean? Like, they're, because it's all, it's all about the setup. I'm not trying to... Uh, get into the bait right now. We can actually touch back up on this because I would love to have this talk with you. Um, All right. So go, we're, we're going to wrap this up right here. I'm going to make sure I get my ducks in a row. Chris, you probably already have yours in here in a row. No, uh, we got to get Bobby on with... Uh, Bobby, we'll, we'll, we will definitely try to get Bobby in here. And Bobby, uh, he's another Destiny player, guys. So I'm going to wrap it up here. This was... I don't even know how to wrap this up. Plugs! Plugs! Plugs. Tell, tell everybody where they can reach Chris.
Chris, where they can reach you. Uh, Silver Sable located at Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> that was Chris Hazard, PBL. He is. Yep. You can find him on Twitter, Twitch, Twitter. and Twitter at P- Chris Hazard PBL. Correct. I'm, you'll find him if you Google, guys. Don't worry. We'll get this. We'll get this pat down at another time. Uh, this is going find me at Jewel Osco most nights. Yeah. Don't go there, guys. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, that's Tezwin's right there. We got the Australian Res Fuzzy, Red Fuzzy, and you can find him here. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> and and we got Ken Kukin, and you can find me on Twitch. And exactly. You can find Silver Sable in the Amazing Spider-Man number two sixty-five. Number two sixty-five. June nineteen eighty-five. And this is Kenkuken underscore game at Twitch. And I will see you guys next podcast. I hope you enjoyed.